I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And tonight with us, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And sound guy, Tom. Check one, two, check one, two. Friends who love good beer and telling stories, so he turned it into a podcast. And as previously promised, tonight, coolness level will go to 11. 11. Oh. 11. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That seems like too much. Seems it could like be. We'll see. It seems like Strap in, boys. <laughs> well, none of us are math teachers. Strap that's in. true. Okay. Yeah. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me Coffee, and you can buy me a beer. Thanks. Sign up for a membership. You get premium content like Whiskey Wisdom with Father Joe. Buy me a coffee. Click on the link in our website. That's right. And make sure one ask this month, one job. All you need to do is take a moment to rate our podcast on Apple Music or Spotify. Make sure you leave a comment, too, if you can. It is a big help for us. And every time we've asked, the numbers have gone up. Yeah, so keep surging. So thank keep you. up the good work. What about our beer tonight? We'll get there in one second. Uh -oh. Okay. Yeah, one All second. Right. All right. So this segment that's going to take us to 11 in coolness. It, that's the plan. Was one of our original concepts for our podcast, going back to when we were sitting on a beach in Mexico. We talked about iconic people, moments, things from back in the day, which have become part of our cultural perception, for better or worse. Some have held up, some have not. But they were marvels for the time they got to shine. This is where we go back and wax nostalgic in our recurring segment. How cool was... Hey, so this week, my turn. But before we get into it, a word from our good friend Ryan. Hey everyone, the Roast West Coast Coffee Podcast is back for season four. Coffee, entrepreneurship, and coffee education. Listen to the show on your favorite podcast platforms or subscribe to the newsletter at roastwestcoast.com and we'll send it to you every time a new episode drops. Be sure to drink good coffee and don't forget to subscribe at roastwestcoast.com. Yeah, the first thing tonight was coming up with a beer, which was very difficult for this individual. Right. I actually spent about 30 minutes at, at BevMo and picked one up here and picked one down there and everything else. And then I finally, it just clicked. And um, so tonight, in honor of this man, the Italian stallion, I got us a Peroni. A Peroni. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. So... Not sure how good Peroni is because I haven't had it in a long, long time. But anyways, it just I made sense. I need a sense. plate of spaghetti. Yes, I agree. So it made sense. It's ice cold. It is ice it cold. It is ice cold. So and that doesn't hurt the. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, yeah, I, I, it's, it's very hard because I, I looked. There actually is a brewery in Illinois, uh, Slaughterhouse Brewing, that makes a a Rocky Balboa. Um, that's the name of one of their beers, but it's a little hard to get that stuff here. So. Anyways, I was looking around. Like I said, I, I'd find some. I go, I can make it work this way. Then I go, oh, Italian I think beer. It's good yeah, choice. So. I think it's. I think I, uh, I think left it. it. Yeah. So no teasers tonight. I think you guys know who we're talking about. And uh, when we sat around and talked about that, and, and we were talking about individuals, it was kind of fun just going back and forth. And um, obviously, Clint Eastwood, who we talked about previously, has to be at the top. But then this guy, if you go back through what he's done, 
unbelievable. So uh, here's my teasers, not so much teasers because we already know who it is. So he's a cultural icon. He was born Michael Sylvester Gardenzio Stallone. Nice. And he was born in Hell's Kitchen uh, in Manhattan. In uh, 1946, and his, uh, I love this, this part's kind of it, it really interesting. So his dad, he's the oldest son of Francisco Frank Stallone Sr., who was a hairdresser and a beautician, um, <laughs> okay. and Jacqueline, known as Jackie Stallone, and uh, she was an astrologer, dancer, and promoter of women's wrestling. Oh, <laughs> so I did see that that before coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. So that was kind of interesting. And and his um, dad actually was born in Italy, moved to the U.S. in the 1930s. And then many of you might be aware of the fact that his younger brother is also an actor and, and musician, and that's uh, Frank Stallone. So, you know, he gets his start kind of in the same way as as Clint Eastwood, a struggling actor for many years. He arrives in New York City in in 1969, and later goes to Hollywood in 1974 and, you know, has some bit parts and things. And he wins uh, his first kind of critical acclaim. He, he co-stars in a, in a movie called The Lords of Flatbush, which never seen it, never yep. heard of it, but that's where he started to get some work as extras and side characters and, until he achieved basically his greatest critical and commercial success as an actor and screenwriter in 1976 with his role as... <laughs> yep, you guessed it, Rocky Balboa. So it's pretty impressive. He not only was the actor in that, but he wrote that screenplay, right, which right? is pretty yeah. incredible. Um, and he obviously has gone on to become one of Hollywood's highest paid actors, has made so many commercially successful action films. Um, but the interesting thing is most of his films, not very critically acclaimed, no. um, but make good money at the box office. <laughs> They're formula films, but right. they work. Right. But he's won some Oscars for for his work, because, which is also kind of interesting when you think about it. So. Now that we have our Peroni for the Italian Stallion, let's talk a little bit about how cool Sylvester Stallone was back in the day, and maybe still to this day. So in doing research for this, I quickly realized that Sylvester Stallone is so cool that I would need probably three or four episodes to really do him justice. You got one. I know. So as, as opposed to this, I'm only focusing on one area, one part of his coolness, I think I'm going to need some music to get this going. I have to say, I, I had serious doubt you're getting to 11 with just the Rocky stuff, but with the music. I'm, I'm, uh, the I'm, music is yeah. so incredible. That's obviously yeah. got to be one of the greatest songs yeah. ever. And yeah. and just whatever, for anybody who's who saw that movie. I'm there. I'm with you now. Okay, I appreciate it. Um, so anyways, <laughs> again, as a result of this, I said, I can't talk about his whole... I'm, I'm focusing on Rocky Balboa and the world of Rocky. Mm-hmm. That's his okay. coolness. That's the factor night. If we get into more of these, we'll talk about some of the other stuff. But let's talk about Rocky Balboa, okay? So this um, series, you know, this was the first film, obviously, of a very successful series that came out in 1976. He wrote the screenplay. Um, So basically, you know, that means he's responsible for all of the great characters, lines, anything that comes out of that movie. Obviously, the actors do their part, but, you know, it, it stems from him and his work. And in 1977, he became only the third actor in cinematic history to be nominated for two Academy Awards for Best Original Screenplay and Best Actor for that movie. So that's pretty impressive. A guy kind of comes out of nowhere, first thing he does, and boom, look what happens. So this film was inducted into the National Film Registry and has props placed in the Smithsonian Museum. And his use of that front entrance to the uh, Philadelphia Museum of Art you know, led to the area to be actually be re-nicknamed re- or nicknamed the Rocky Steps, you know, in a, in a city, Philadelphia, that he's not even from. So, I mean, think about yeah. that. And then on top of that, 
there's a statue of his character Rocky that has been placed uh, in, in front of the museum. Right. So that's, uh, that's pretty incredible. And, and he actually was voted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame all off of that movie. <laughs> I mean, that's that's incredible, right? For a guy from from. Uh, hey, in fairness, it's a really good. Oh, movie. it's an yeah. unbelievable movie. And I, like you said, kind of forget, but I was going back through this and watching bits and pieces of it, and it is so well done. It's so. a lot more dialogue than you remember, it, right? hundred percent. Yes. There so, is acting in it. There's a lot of, and really good acting, so which we're going to get into in a second here. So uh, <laughs> that franchise now has gone on and has released six total movies in the Rocky part of it. And then they've also had a spinoff series, uh, two movies from the Creed series. And then I think a third movie is actually coming out later this year. Uh, so it'll be a total of nine movies in in this series. As Remember of, the movie Airplane 2? Yeah. When they're walking through the airport and there's a sign that says Rocky like 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the old man. It's, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. But the thing that's amazing about it is, is, is it's still successful. Yeah. It has a... That series of all the movies together right now has a, a total worldwide gross of about $1.7 billion. I mean, that's incredible when you think about it. And you think about so many movie franchises that kind of had one, maybe two, three got a little week, four, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. I mean, that's, that's, there's not many that can go, and, you know. Anyway, so going back to just Rocky and, and more about like the first one, I'm kind of focusing initially on that first one. Um, gave us some unforgettable characters, okay? And again, like I said, he's a screenwriter, so I feel like this all attributes to kind of his his vision, his coolness on that. Um, you have Pauly Panino, oh, yeah. who was Rocky's brother-in-law and best friend, played by Burt Young. Oh, no, no, no. He's not getting killed. He's getting mad. <laughs> so he was his man on the side there, and as he's just getting, killed, getting beat up. Yeah, he's not getting killed. He's getting beat up. You have, uh, uh, with one of the, also one of the most iconic phrases or sayings from this movie is uh comes from adrian panino who which was his girlfriend later wife played by talia shire wait, wait before you play the clip uh, yeah let's get one from everyone let's, right. let's hear your best <laughs> your best joe joe your best yo adrian yo adrian tom yo adrian that's that's pretty solid that was pretty good i don't know if i can yo adrian yo adrian <laughs> uh, yeah oh, okay let's hear let's hear let's the real hear. deal i just want to say one thing to my wife is home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! <laughs> so, and that's iconic. Like you say yeah. that, everyone knows. Where my that adrenaline came just yeah, went up yeah, hearing yeah, that yeah, clip. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we did it. Yeah, I didn't do did anything. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm trying to muscle my way through a Peroni. A Peroni. That's all I'm doing. I here. know. So, and uh, and actually, probably one of my favorites in this whole in that uh, you know the whole series, but also really, well, I guess he he, he dies later on, but. <laughs> Spoiler oh, alert! Great, Sorry about that. But in that initial oh, movie, right, nice. uh, actually the first and the second is um, his trainer Mick, yeah, who's played by Burgess Meredith. He he's unbelievable. Some of the stuff he he's on level with Clint Eastwood for the the, the kind of the one liners or the lines yes. on that. So uh, like here's an example of of uh, of one of those. Okay, now when you walk into the ring for the number one heavyweight of the world, you'll be ready, won't you? Why? Because I waited for fifty years. I'll make you ready. You'll be able to spit nails, kid. Like the guy says, you're gonna eat lightning and you're gonna crap thunder. You're gonna become a very dangerous person. You're gonna eat lightning and crap thunder. <laughs> that's incredible. Like that line, just like I said, and again, that's goes to his coolness because obviously it plays with Mick, but Rocky wrote the lines, yeah. so that's pretty pretty awesome. But I really actually I started going through this, I couldn't get enough of Mick. Uh, he may even end up being the coolest person yeah. in the movie, Rocky. Yes. Like yes. this this one right here, too, as well. Your nose is broken. How's it look? Yeah, it's 
That's an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he's also extremely inspiring. Get up, you son of a bitch! That's Mickey loves you. Okay. Thanks, Mick. All right. I love you too. <laughs> Get up, you son of a bitch! Thanks, Mick. Mick loves you. <laughs> uh, so again, great characters. Um, obviously, a great storyline in that movie um, that he gave us. But then, really, what he gives us on top of that is some of the best villains that you can have in 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 uh, in any movie, right? You know, if you had to go that first, you have Apollo Creed, who's um, you know Mr. America. The way he plays it, he's played by Carl Weathers in both Rocky One and Two. Um, here, I, I was looking for quotes. It's actually really interesting. There's not a lot like of sound bites and stuff like that of of just quotes from Carl Weathers or from Apollo Creed. There's some good quotes, but you can't find sound bites of it. But I, I like this a lot. This was his entrance into the ring for the big fight. Oh, in Rocky yeah, yeah, the, the master of disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Sam himself. All of you. All of you. All of you. He looks like a big flag. Is he talking to me? He's talking to you. Is he talking to me? Let him talk. Let me just talk. during World War I, there was a picture of Uncle Sam with his finger pointed like that, a recruiting poster for our fellows in the service, the Army and the Navy. I want you. I want you, and that's what he's doing to take up. There he is. <laughs> that's it, Creed. He's got a Creed in three. What do you think that outfit costs? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you haven't watched that going he comes in on like a like almost like a chair like he's coming in like the boat like he's being rowed across he's dressed mm-hmm. as george washington and <laughs> and then you've got you've got rocky balboa the italian stallion from uh from philadelphia it was, it's just a really good intro and then his list of titles oh yeah is, is always yeah awesome too yeah and so it's that's <laughs> really talking cool. to me yeah and then obviously <laughs> apollo creed goes on and and becomes uh his his uh you know a mentor they fight again in rocky too and then he uh you know, he, well, that, that's a genius of it. They make yeah. him a villain, and then they do the, like the original backstory right. villain, yeah. and then mentor villain, and now I'm crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You know, because <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, so it's really, really, really well done. And Good. so, uh, so yeah, so he's he's the first big villain, and then the next villain comes, and honestly, I mean, that's he he bursts <laughs> as he comes on the scene, and I, I mean, he just ex- to me as someone who was growing up at that time, he just explodes. All of a sudden, he's everywhere. Right, yeah. Mr. T comes in Rocky Three, and and he's promised us a lot of what pain, pain. Yeah, I mean he just think about that. a guy Bogaboa. at the time with the mohawk. Yeah. I mean, just we hadn't seen anybody like that. You know, so in a movie. true story. My mom calls me out of school early. I think it was eighth grade. Uh, get a little slip, and in my family, that's not that's never good. Like, <laughs> oh crap, what's happened? Yeah. And my mom got me out of school about an hour early, and she said I got us tickets to go see Rocky Three. Yeah. What? And we went saw Rocky three at like two in the afternoon, and and but the theater was full. It was all Marines. Oh wow! And oh, they yeah. got up and were like punch by punch <laughs> in every fight yeah. scene. No one sat down. It was it was probably in in all the fight scenes and all the boxing scenes. It was everyone standing the whole time. No one sat down during the, those scenes, and and it was probably my greatest movie going experience ever. Was getting to get out early. And see yeah. that in a room full of Marines awesome. uh, cheering and screaming and cussing out Mr. T. And- right, yeah. I mean, Mr. T was, the, and then think about it, he he comes on Clubber Lang. That's his character he plays yeah. in there, right? Um, and he just has some great lines. He does. Right? He, he claims, I can't be beat. 
and I won't be beat. Right. And then this line, which really kind of became his catchphrase, even I think he made commercials with this yeah. and, and everything else was. I pity the fool. Yeah. So, I mean, how many of us went around and did, <laughs> yeah. just said yeah. that to our, oh, our yeah. little brothers? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and obviously he, he becomes huge in, there, the, in the A team and everything else. There was a great article in The Onion that was. Uh, the headline was Mr. T pities fool. <laughs> and then you're reading it through Mr. T. What kind of fool was he? Damn fool. <laughs> so, That's so he great. phenomenal character. And then honestly, probably the most hated of his villains, yeah. right? And, and Rocky four, and that's the Russian Ivan Drago comes out and he's played by Dolph Lundgren and has this uh, line, which is, is again, like I said, just goes to that villain, you know, character. Dies, he dies. Right. If he dies, he dies. Right. You know, like it's just yeah. no emotion, nothing else. It's everything we you think about. It, that's like kind of almost at the height of the Cold, Cold War, War. Yeah. You know, and, and oh, it was every, the, yeah. everything yeah. Russian is bad, and it was just like he epitomized the evil, the Russian, the you know, steroid, yeah, the, oh, the, yeah. yeah, juiced, yeah, just um, everything that we people hated about. You know, whatever it was that was portrayed in the media at the time, and everything else, it was it was such a perfect one. And I think Stallone really wanted him because they wanted a much uglier Russian. Yeah, he's just he's beautiful. He's a, yeah, yeah, he's a yeah. He is he's a beautiful <laughs> man. I can say <laughs> that. You can say that. No, can say you that. beat me to it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you beat us all to yeah, it. Yeah, sorry. No, no one's arguing here. Yeah, but. He, yeah, but they made him ugly. They made him ugly in that he was emotion. He was just a you know, cruel. Right. right. So that so so there you have it. So in terms of those parts of the villains, what we got out of all those movies that just kind of like I said, if, if we look at it, how cool were those? And, and and the thing that's amazing about him is that that first film, Rocky one, Rocky three, and Creed were all nominated for Academy Awards. Uh, Rocky won Best Picture won uh, Best Director for Avildsen, and it was also Best Film Editing, and is really widely considered one of the greatest sports films ever. And, and, and I think it, it's, it, it, I was talking about it on the, when we talked about uh, Clint Eastwood, movies that hold up, it holds up. You watch it now, and it gets you just as popular. Oh, I, I used to yeah. know how many punches Rocky lands on the rematch with Mr. T before Mr. T gets a punch in. Yeah. I, I used to know how many, because yeah. I'd watched it so many times. Yeah. And so, oh, but are you, are you telling me we're not going to, clip of Rocky's uh, speech after at the end of Rocky Four, the if yous can roots for me yeah, and you can root. eyes can roots for yous. I don't think he can do it better than you. I think you can. <laughs> yeah, I think so. you no, can. he certainly can. I was trying to stay mostly in the Rocky One world yes, and, and yes, as yeah. I moved on, as yeah. I said. But so a couple things just on Stallone, nominated for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor for both performance in the first film and then later in Creed. Phrases like "Yo, Adrian," and if he dies, he dies, and become part of our lexicon. You can you can find them on memes all over the place. You know, even Dead today. Meat. Yeah, um, he's one of the most iconic fictional characters, and and let's be honest, some of the greatest theme songs ever created. What a, again, one of the greatest movie songs ever. When, yeah. Just the running down the beach yeah. in slow motion and yeah. short shorts and half shirts. And, yeah. you know. and it was the same. You figure every each of the movies was it's kind of the teenage boy. Yeah. Por- or, what am I trying to say here? For, for a young adolescent. Yeah, no, young, for a boy. You're just like, boy, like that's what manhood this, looks exactly. like. Right. You run down the street, you know, run down the beach with Carl Weathers with, right. with everything flexing. Right. So it, it's just what an iconic series. So then I started looking, and obviously, besides Rocky, which was going to be our focus, because otherwise this would be a four-hour episode, 
He's been in so many cool movies. One of my favorite movies, actually, of his all time that is never talked about, Victory. Yes. I think we've, I love oh, that movie. Yeah. Great yeah. movie. And, uh, an important film. An important the, film. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Rambo series. We don't even get it, touch Rambo. We're, because we're, coming, we're coming, coming back, back for Rambo. Rambo right. Yeah. Uh, but think about other movies like Over the Top. Cobra, Cobra yeah. Tango and Cash. Cobra, is that the one with the uh, toothpick? Yeah, he walks around with a match as a yeah. toothpick oh, for the that, entire yeah, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and then finally at the end, he blows, and you go, that's why he had it the entire movie. It yeah. plays. It plays. Yeah, it it makes sense. It connected everything right there. Uh, cliffhanger. Uh, so many good ones. Uh, but like I said, we're going to need more time if we're going to do about that. How cool is Sylvester Stallone? I think it's up to each of you guys to decide. But I'm going to leave you with two things here, okay? Originally, it was only going to be one, but then I actually typed in how cool is Sylvester Stallone, and there was a list of like <laughs> 10 things, like 10 things that like are unique about him. So I, I'm not going to go over that. I'm just going to go one, though. This one is going to add this, one. This is explains how cool Sylvester Stallone is. So apparently, Sylvester Stallone was offered the lead role in Beverly Hills Cop. The first one, okay. What? Yeah, think Wait, about that. What? Yeah, see, I, uh, that, he was supposed to be Nick. I, the internet said it. So this came from from. Uh, so apparently, uh, you're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe trick. You know, you got you got to hear this. This explains how cool <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is because I thought the same thing when I saw it. That's got to be wrong. But apparently, he was originally offered the Axel Foley role in in that movie in 1984. But he's like, I'm not making a comedy. <laughs> So he rewrote the script to make it more of an action film. And then he, and basically this is what the, the, the synopsis is. It says Detroit cop Foley uh, stampedes through Beverly Hills to find his friend's killers. Stallone described his version as resembling the opening scene from Saving Private Ryan on the beaches of Normandy <laughs> and said his climax involved a game of chicken between a Lamborghini and an oncoming train. <laughs> Can you imagine how awesome that would have been? I love Beverly Hills Cop, I'll be honest with you. But, like, how cool. Like, that's Stallone. No, give me that thing. We're going to juice this yeah. thing up a little bit. And uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna come in there and just You know what we need here? We need a Lamborghini on this side, a train on this side. So, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then the second thing is, Stallone is actually the only actor in the history of American cinema to have starred in a box office number one film in six consecutive decades. Wow. Wow. Uh, That's pretty impressive. Like I said, and most of those movies pretty panned by, um, you know, the critics. Um, But he has a a formula tried and true, and and it works. And like I said, if you really, you know, take away certain, but the characters he did, the stuff he's done, I mean, that guy, what, what, what epitome of coolness. Eleven? Uh, I think I could go there. Yeah, the music, the music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the 10. music takes you to eleven, and then the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. I'll go one more, one, one more eleven. <laughs> I, the other one that I enjoy, and it's just comical and fun at the same time, is the Expendable series. He has all the guys come back. You know, it's a, it's like the the guy gang, you know, movies. Mm-hmm. You know, where they're blowing up stuff and flying everywhere. You got people. Chewing the shit and everything—it's just—it's fun stuff. I enjoy this. <laughs> spectacle, yeah, just exactly. spectacle. It's right? a spectacle. He was ten until he had the Rambo knife. Oh, uh, well, Rambo's a whole nother, Like, I, you can't even. I like. I'll get emotional if we start talking about Rambo. So I want to stay calm for right now. But, but like, Rambo is a whole nother level. But like, the Rambo, knife itself was the knife is the greatest yeah. thing ever. He sews. <laughs> yes, he sews himself so. up. But sir, I mean, what I will just say this, and I'll probably come back to me talk about Rambo. I watch Rambo. And I'm making booby traps the next camping trip <laughs> yeah, I'm on all over the place. I mean, it was like, and I know I'm not the only one that did that kind of like That movie was like You was, were probably made the most effective one. Yes. Yeah, knowing you. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was, uh, it was, uh, that was, I, I can't even get into Rambo right now. Yeah. <laughs> Rambo goes to like, come on like, like 12 or 13 or 14 as far as coolness. Yeah. 
School as Rocky was Rambo, just yeah, just, yeah. I, I'm just impressed you held yourself back. Yeah, no, I, I well, I, it's, I, like I said, because he knows it's coming. It's yeah. coming. I'm we, excited. We've got to yeah, yeah, slow I'm build. Excited. Yeah, slow build. Well, I need Brad for Rambo because that, okay, that's my yeah, Rambo that's friend yeah. there. So bringing in our security, not yeah. Not, yeah. not for security, but as a guest. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember, just a moment to rate us and review us wherever you get our podcast. Of course, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. 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 I didn't finish my Peroni, so that's just me slurring words. Yeah. I can't blame the beer. Eye of the tiger, man. Eye of the tiger. Okay, okay. Focus, in. focus, focus. Okay, took my time. I took my chances. I'm ready. Oh, uh, nice. Well played. <laughs> learn about and buy swag at ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Links on our social media. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now. I pity the fool. We got to run. It's